You keep it down about Kenny Omega. Um, I'm already mad at you. Why are you mad at me? We'll, we'll, we'll get into it after. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into it after. Oh, is it? Is it like one of my best of the year movies? Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into it after. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Full disclosure, I'm drinking soda, but I am smoking, so it's going to be about the same. Okay, I am drinking a giant Pilsner, so... Ah, there we go. Well, good, then we're both, we're both imbibing, because... What's that? I'm my body, I'm yelling at it. Ah, so with that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, the worst of the year, so buckle up. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to TWGTF, or as everybody knows it from... No, you know what? No, Tyler. No. They, they don't get it this week, because this was not a good week. This was oh, a bad week. This was bad a week. bad negative, week. Negative, negative yeah. feels. This. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not even introducing us. No. No. Screw them. This is, this is, this is Hollywood's fault. You want to you get mad at someone, ladies and gentlemen? Hollywood. We're, 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 taking, we're taking this one off. We're talking about bad movies this week. We're talking about the five worst movies of the year for each of us. So buckle up. This is going to be a negative episode. This is us just purifying our, our ourselves from the negativity throughout the whole year. I will say real quick. And I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I want to let everybody know that these aren't, we shouldn't call them the, the worst movies because someone might like these movies and that's fine. You can like a movie. It's totally fine. But these are our least favorites. So this is. Yes. We're yes. purging our anger of these movies. I'm not a person who gets mad at movies, so it'll mostly, mostly be my like annoyance that I saw these. But, you know, to each their own. Oh, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, you remember those shit-kicking boots I was talking about bet during the days of the artist? Well, I got them on today. They're actually moccasins, but still, there, there's going to be some shit-kicking going on on my end. There might be some slight, like shit kicking in my end especially oh, yeah. one movie there's one movie that i really just like want to take to task and ben didn't even see it so well that's not on me i wanted to watch hustlers <laughs> and i picked the better movie listen it's not your fault you didn't go see a terrible movie that completely bombed that no one else saw <laughs> all right so do you want to start or do you want me to real quick heads or tails heads all right do you want to start yeah i'll start cool you don't have to leave any of that in. No, that's good. That's good. I like the heads or tails thing. All right. So my number five, uh, it's a Marvel movie. Gives a fuck. It's, it's got Brie Larson in it. She sucks. It's Captain Marvel. Oh, man. I disagree with you. Uh, Brie Larson does not entirely sucks. suck. Sucks. She's fine. No, no, she's not. She's fuck fine. off. Broom, oh, my broom, God. Broom fucking sucks. Sorry. <laughs> I just realized... Someone pops up in this movie. Who pops up in this movie is in my number five uh, movie as well. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Digimon uh, Hounsu. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we get to. You know what? Thank you for getting to it early. Let me. Uh, let me start with this. It's Digimon. Digimon Hounsu. Digimon Hounsu's an actor. That's always been the way I remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. By singing the Digimon song, but uh, call, finishing it with Digimon Hounsu. I'm not sure if that's 
offensive. I don't know if that's offensive because that is how he pronounces his first name. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's actually pretty funny. Digimon? I think I yeah, I think that Digimon should be our Hansu? first drink too. Yeah, Digimon Hansu's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> He's very good. Um, Do you know who's not very good in this movie? Everybody. Pretty much Except everyone else. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. And I'm going to say it, Ben Mendelsohn, who's at least trying. Jude Law is literally fucking asleep through this movie. What the fuck was in a Benning's point? I mean, Jesus tap dancing Christ, this movie sucks. I mean, Annette Benning's point was for me to be like, ah, oh, it's not Benning. Huh. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> God, you know what? Give her the Oscar for that. She sucks. I hate you, Annette Benning. I love Annette Benning. You're uh, talking to them, talking to the wrong person here. You know who's actually really good in this? Who? And it breaks my heart. It's probably his last Marvel Marvel performance. Uh, Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Oh, Lee Pace. Lee Pace, so underrepresented in the first Guardians movie. He's one of the weakest parts of it, but it's not his fault. Not his like, fault. He's he's trying. He um, is trying I've, so hard to get that character over. It's yet just, again, none of us cared. Well, it's just you know the MCU's problem, uh, which is uh, bad villains. Not being able to keep villains alive is more what I would say. More on that later. <laughs> more on that later. More on that so, let's, later. Uh, you know what? Since this is the crappy version of our show, I'm just going to read the IMDb short report. Carol Danvers became one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. Yeah, I guess that's the movie. I don't know. It's fucking boring. It's... I, I honestly believe this is a huge whiff on their part. And it's not a whiff financially because it did very well. But I just don't think anyone wants to acknowledge this wasn't that good of a movie. Like, it was just okay. Here's the thing. As will be made very clear, a few spots down on my list. I am not a person that likes Marvel movies. I have tried multiple times. And to me, it feels like getting a baseball bat to the side of the head sometimes. And other times, it feels like eating air just like there's just like nothing to them they kind of yeah, just yeah they're me, simple which is fine i yeah. get that it's fine it's not my bag of tea whatever tyler can i pay you a compliment right here yeah we all can't walk out of parasite and then say you know what i think i'm gonna catch the lighthouse as a double feature some <laughs> of us need to eat air on occasion some of us just need to shut our brains off you are not built that way that is an amazing compliment to you i i wish i could do that but sometimes dude I just I just need to see Iron Man punch Thanos in the face. Like yeah. I just need I just need there to be aliens trying to invade Earth. Simple stuff, man. Listen, my version of that is like I need to watch a zombie eat a person entirely. Like that's yeah. me. Yeah. So that's fine. Get I get that. That's why you hate Cabin in the Woods. Oh, okay. No, it's cuz my brain has like I was born with ADD and I can't stop I can't turn it off. So it's just, you know, it's just me. This just kind of felt like a okay-ish version of the marvel formula like it's, i didn't like it i give it like two stars it, does, but... it doesn't work be, and it's exactly what it is it's not even bad enough to be like oh this is like half a star this is two stars and that's almost worse because it's just so average and forgettable like i fucking own this movie well because i own them all because i have a problem like i'm sure you have certain things you have to have every piece of the collection of i mean i own the entire decalogue but you know that they came together so well, you know, Marvel's a little smarter and didn't release fucking all of them at once and be like, here you go. Well, to be fair, they released it all at once for $100. So. A fucking Decalogue is 100 Good lord. Well, I actually... actually Have I you watched own... any of it, honestly? Not yet, but I will. I'm going to probably sit it all and watch it all in one sitting. Actually, I have. I have watched two of them, but... Oh, my God. That's not, you know... 
That's besides. Honestly, I think that should be yours and Nathan's side podcast. We'll just do like a summer where like I'll take the summer off and you guys just each week for the summer do one part of the Decalogue. I would love that. And then we'll do the next podcast where I just come out and I talk about like what I thought of the podcast because I tried to watch that guy. I go, man, this sucks. <laughs> like, oh God, this is so boring. It seems like how did those two assholes not kill each other? Just becomes you like becoming like Jack from The Shining. But yeah, Captain Marvel sucks. I I don't fucking. I mean, even Sam Jackson feels bored in this movie. I mean, I think Sam Jackson feels bored in all of the Marvel movies. No, <laughs> like, he's wonderful. He's charming. I mean, he's charming in everything, but he just he does walk into those and just be like, yeah, right, this is a paycheck. You know? Yeah, like, it's probably really nice. He's good in everything he does, but also that doesn't mean that he is necessarily engaged in everything he does. Yeah, I, God, I don't and know. And this specifically, he really just sort of walks in and just says his lines and leaves. Like, it's, it's really... Oh, it's, it's not good. Yeah, fuck Captain Marvel. Sorry. And I'm sorry, dude. I don't like Brie Larson. There's something that bothers me about her. I don't know what it is, but I just don't like her. She, You know what? And this is like, this has nothing to do with like her as a woman or anything. Just has a real punchable looking face. I don't even know how to put it better than that. It's just she like... Does. Like she just, there, she always looks like she smelled a fart, and you're like, "Fuck off, Brie Larson! You probably farted." Like that's, I don't know. That's the best way I can put it. She was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah, she's really good in that one scene. I oh, wish she right. had stopped. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was What's like, that? "Huh?" I like forgot that she's in that movie. Yeah, um, no, she's really good in that one scene. She's not good as a lead. Like she's, she's better as. She's terrible in room. She sucks in room. This this Captain Marvel thing was a sneak attack at room. I'm I'm fucking putting room up front. Fuck you, Jason Tremblay. That movie sucks. Oh, that movie's so boring. I don't I don't like room, but no one likes room. Yeah, no people like good. Look, I got a couple shots in on it. Room is now staggering in the corner. I'll come back to it during another movie. I'm like, you know who shows up in that movie? Fucking Brie Larson. Fuck room. Here I go again. Coming back for your room. Uh, room so fine. Room it's is fine. Fine. It sucks. Okay. It's fine. Let's, let's move to your number five because right, my, number my number five, five kind of sucked, and I'm sure your number five kind of sucks. My number five is the Stephen Knight directed, and written, and directed, and produced fantasy thriller horror action film Serenity. I, I don't hate this movie. It's like actually kind of good. It's I, just I can't believe how wild this movie is. It's so nuts. Can we agree this is like the wildest? Like this is like the best movie probably on both of the lists. Probably this is the one. If if you're going to watch one of these movies, probably watch that one. Another movie you might want to watch is my number one movie. We'll get to that. We'll get there. Okay, Tyler. Before we did my number five. We had a mistaking problem of not introducing how we were going to do this. So I'm going to now start with your number five, introducing how we're going to do this. We're going to start off with um, how we how this movie, we think it got pitched. You can do Ang Lee or not. not I'm thinking about, you're not going to do Ang Lee. Not you don't have to do it. the voice. I'm just, stop it. Stop it. By the way, full disclosure, why we forgot, I'm smoking and he's drinking because this is our drinking and smoking show. Cutting loose. And then the next part we're going to do is what's all this nonsense where we give you a very basic plot, which we did. We actually did do that. We're going to talk about why the film sucks, and then we're going to talk about how can we fix it, and if so, or can we fix it, and if so, how. So those are going to be our four parts. So Tyler, 
what's your pitch for Serenity? What's your elevator pitch? You know Matthew McConaughey. You know I've how heard he's of like, him. you know he's how he's like sad all the time. Yeah. You know Anne Hathaway. The uh, the one who crawls behind uh, Hugh Jackman's dying body in that scene in Les Mis. Sure. You know Jason Clark. How he, how like he always seems like he's being cheated on every single movie he's ever in. He does feel like a cock, doesn't he? I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> I mean, hold on, the character that I'm playing, Hollywood executive with a big cigar on on the elevator. Yes, yeah, he does seem like a big old cuckold, doesn't he? (laughs) Anyway, what about a love triangle where Anne Hathaway is an ex-wife, Jason Clark is an abusive husband, and Matthew McConaughey is a sad fisherman? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we see it? Wait, do we see sad fisherman? We'll we'll get back to it. Do do we see her games in this in this uh, in this movie? Scams for days. Oh, oh, good boy, good boy. What's your name? What's your name, that boy? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's producer now. Um, tell me, what's what you got a name for this picture? The name is Serenity. I love it. I love it. And it's just a straight up noir, huh? Um, yes. You seem to you seem to take your time there by saying ah uh, yes. Well, what do you mean ah uh, yes? Yes. I don't. I don't believe you. I mean, Diane Lane's in it. Well, you, uh, you got me back on. I do love her for an older dame, but you seemed real hesitant when I said it's just a straight up noir. Nothing fishy. No twists. Fair enough. Uh, Tyler, is there actually a twist? <laughs> There's a fucking crazy twist. Oh my God, it's insane. I don't want to spoil it because I think people should watch this because it's so wild, <laughs> and it's actually not that bad. It's not terrible. Oh, and- you know what, I'm going to come in here real quick before we get to the twist with my pitch, which actually, apparently Ang Lee pitched this movie years before, and he said, what if GTA, but fishing? <laughs> I would play that game. Right, so would I. That I'm kid not... looks like he's having an amazing time. Oh, the man. Fuck, the fucking twist to this goddamn movie is, it's a fucking video game. What? <laughs> okay, well... Spoilers. <laughs> to pull to pull a line. No, not spoilers. You figure it out pretty quick. To be fair, the movie doesn't really care about the twist. The movie kind of already actually tells you the twist weirdly. Like it, it's not a twist. People say you know it's a twist. The twist feels like the twist feels like the guy who's had like nine beers too many and wants to start shit and just swings wildly and misses and just hits the bar. That's what the twist feels like. It's like, yeah, the twist has been real liquored up the entire time. The twist is Jason Clark at the end of that movie. <laughs> Give me that rod. Give me that rod. I'm like, no, don't let him cuckold you again, Jason Clark. <laughs> oh my god, the scene where he's inspecting Anne Hathaway's body, I'm like, this is filthy. Oh, what it's. Is- this feels like a really grungy 90s movie. Like those like sexy noirs of like the kinda, late 90s. It kind of works though. It does. But it's not wait, a perfect did, movie. Did you notice that when everyone stops talking to him, they freeze their face? Yeah, no, it's, it's like... really clever actually. It's like kind of good. I just, I, I know this movie kind of got like very negative press. I didn't particularly love it when I was watching it. But like thinking about it afterwards, I'm like, you know what? We need more movies that take a swing for the fences as hard as this movie does. No, we really do. Give it up to Stephen Knight. What the fuck else did this guy do? Right, let's correct. talk about Stephen Knight really quick. He, I know for a fact he did Locke, the okay, Tom sounds- Hardy yeah. in a car movie. And oh, he also did... oh, I we we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. Uh, he directed Hummingbird. 
I don't know, Hummingbird. I don't know what that is. But he wrote Eastern Promises, Dirty Pretty Things. Oh, God. Two really good movies, too. Mm-hmm. And he Let's also just wrote do those really for a double feature. Let's just could. do the Stephen, the Stephen Knight movies he did like that we do kind of, we actually like. He wrote the screenplay for a movie called Closed Circuit. I don't know. That might be a thing. Oh, I remember um, Closed Circuit. I think Clive Owen. Oh, he wrote like 17 episodes of Taboo. He also created Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> Say what? He's one of the three creators. And he also wrote for Peaky Blinders. And now this dude's just doing weird, like... How do I, how do I say this nice? He wrote Amazing Grace? This dude's bizarre. I want to get behind this guy. Let's get him a Marvel movie. Come on, Stephen Knight. Let's do it. He's going to be my pitch for every single one of them. Let's get him a Marvel movie. People should watch Serenity. It's a fucking it's, insane movie. Well, okay, so let me ask you this. What he does... Wrote Allied. Wow. It burnt. What God. does what does suck about this? It's just kind of boring. <laughs> it is, but it also kind of weirdly works. It does. Does um, it remind you of... um? What's the movie where everything's really hot outside and like... It's like in Florida and William Hurt wants to fuck Kathleen Turner. What's that movie? Oh, uh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the remake of Double Indemnity. Um, yeah, Body Heat. Body Heat. Yeah, That's it's sexy. like if Body Heat was kind of boring. Like, yeah. it's, it's like a more boring Body Heat, but with a real fascination with fishing for some reason. And like a real fascination with Matthew McConaughey maybe not being a person anymore. Can, like maybe not existing anymore. Can we, can we talk about the fact that like you see Matthew McConaughey's like dick and ball bag in this movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his butt a lot. Like at one point I was like, Jesus, yeah. all right, I get it. And Brielle's yeah. like, what are you talking about? I'm like, fucking McConaughey's just fucking nude again. And she comes walking in the room. I'm like, okay, yeah, I fucking know. Like, you don't have to come running in. Like, let's it's enough of you. But it's like, good lord, like put on some pants, man. Yeah, that's 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 it. I think that that's all I got for Serenity. I'm gonna say one more thing. He gets to like, um, and I'm gonna say this in the like, I think it's the medical term, pipe out both Diane Ladd and Anne Hathaway. Good for him. Like, good for Matthew McConaughey's character. Not Diane Ladd, Diane Lane. Diane Lane, too. It'd be hot if it was Diane Ladd. A little, no, actually, no, it wouldn't probably be. Who is Diane Ladd? Diane Ladd's the woman from uh, A Wild at Heart. The mom? Yeah. Yeah, never mind. No, don't don't want him piping She's up like Diane. 80 now? 70? Just go to town on Diane Ladd. Oh, stop God. It. Please you stop, stop it. it. Jesus Christ. You brought it up. But yeah, uh, Diane Lane. Yeah, just he gets to go to town on both of them. Nice. So yeah, should we go on to my nice. number four? Yeah, what are we, 12? <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, how do you fix it? Is the last Don't, I'd keep this exactly the same. I honestly think if you cut out the video game shit, it's actually pretty good. Well, no, if you cut out the video game shit, you don't have the movie uh, no, that you, I like. No, well, yeah, because it's so bizarre. I like that it's bizarre. It adds a weirdness to it. It's kind of the dark city of this like decade. Because it's, like, this weird movie that, like, kind of works, kind of doesn't work, but you just can't stop thinking about it. Oh, man, that means the Wachowski Slipplings are going to make a movie that's, like, exactly this, but better in every way. Uh, here we go. No, they're remaking The Matrix or something. They're making the fourth Matrix, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm going I'm to wait. I guess that takes us to my number four. Yeah. Before she blew us all away in Midsummer, and I say everyone because she did, because Frances Pugh is amazing. Best no, actress. Best actress. Shut your mouth. This is my time. This is my time. You don't get to do that. 
She if you want to make, if you want to make that, again. yeah, yeah, and she plays that note like a fucking fiddle. I don't know you what that means. It's just hey, one note. Hey, you can't play hey, like a fiddle. Fiddles have many notes. Fighting, this is fighting with my family. <laughs> I'm gonna be fighting with you in a minute. I fucking hate Francis Pugh so much in this movie. In fucking fighting with my family, I hate her family. I hate that Cersei Lannister's in this. I hate that the fat guy from the Hot Fuzz movies is in this. Okay. I hate hate her First stupid. Darby Allen knockoff looking brother. I fucking and that's a really <laughs> deep wrestling cut. By the way, this movie's about wrestling, so I'm gonna be doing a lot of wrestling shtick in your time. We both are. Yeah, so so try to keep up. I hate her stupid Vince Vaughn coach who probably never existed because The Rock just wanted to make himself look like a good guy. I hate all the blonde girls who none of them are supposed to be anyone. I hate the fact that they don't address the downfall of Paige in terms of like the things that was leaked and how she handled that as a smart businesswoman and kept her job and actually moved to a higher position in the company. Why the fuck didn't we do a real movie about Paige? Frances Pugh is a really good actress. She could have done something with this character if you gave a fuck about this movie. I'm not mad at this movie for sucking. I'm mad at this movie for this movie could have been better, but Dwayne Johnson's a fucking coward. It looks really average, honestly speaking. Like when I first heard the uh, term uh, Kmart Page, when they described what she looked like, I was like, I don't know if that's really fair. Then I saw the movie. Yeah, it's 100% true. They could have done so much more with this movie. And they didn't. And that's a fake, a fucking waste of time because this could have been a real entryway for people to see it. They should have done this about her being the start of the women's revolution. They don't even really do it. They skip over the NXT match. Why the fuck would you do that? Ben has a lot of actual grievances that make sense if you know Paige. I, I, she was like one of my favorite wrestlers. So like, yeah, this, I was a big mark for this movie because I like Paige, but I also think it's kind of not a great movie. I give it like a three just so everybody knows. <laughs> like it's kind of boring, but I feel like most of the grievances that Ben has can be placed solely in the fact that this movie was like co-produced by WWE. Oh. And so everything about the movie has to be in favor of WWE which is infuriating. <laughs> um, it's not good. Just like fucking like. Ugh. Okay, you know, uh, you know how we're gonna start this. Uh, let's let's give give your like one minute synopsis on who Paige is. Okay, Paige is a wrestler wrestler from England. She learned how to. She was like taught wrestling because her dad's a wrestler, her mom's a wrestler, her brothers are wrestlers. She grew up wrestling. She started wrestling when she was like. 12 or 14 something like that she actually wrestled in america before being signed with wwe she and her mom both wrestled with shimmer which is a independent female wrestling company so the idea that she just solely wrestled in england in these like small buildings is not entirely true was one of the first ones to call up to nxt in a time when women's wrestling wasn't really being taken seriously but there were two like kind of like women on the main roster who were like kind of gaining momentum, that being Caitlyn and AJ Lee, one of who is only mentioned in this movie. Um, very briefly, and it's not very well done. Essentially... By the Paige, way, there's your fucking story. Make AJ... Do an AJ Lee movie. God, that'd be better, at least. Yeah, that would be more oh. interesting. But Paige, essentially, like, was one of the people before the Force Four Horsewomen, which is who the WWE have kind of like painted as like the reason that the women's movement became a thing, which is not true. Paige well, is like she, one of the front runners. She was, of that. she was, she was before the Four Horsewomen. Yeah, to be honest, that's yeah, what I'm saying. She, yeah, I mean, she's the I, yeah, first ever. 
She's the okay. So guys, if if Major League Baseball is a thing, there's there is Triple A ball. NXT is the brand that is Triple A for WWE. So it's their developmental center. At that time, Paige was the first ever NXT Women's Champion. That was a huge thing at the time, and it was the first ever real like, oh my god, like women actually can wrestle. It's not a bra and panties match kind of thing. I mean. Uh, I mean, there, there was stu- there was were... stuff before there yeah. was stuff before, but like this was like the first time in like a modern era where they're like maybe we need to start letting the women wrestle and not just be sex objects. I mean, in America you had Shimmer, which was like the independent oh, yeah. all female company. In, in Japan you had Joshi Wrestling, which WWE is what I. But mean. in mainstream wrestling, you did have a brief period in the '90s where you had uh, Medusa fight like Bull Nakano and a bunch of Japanese women, oh, yeah. and that shit's awesome. But it was like the first time since they got rid. It's a tangled web with the WWE. Like they had a women's championship, they got rid of it in the late '90s. They would bring it, or in like the early 2000s, they would bring it back as the Divas Championship. I believe and it's actually known as the uh, Butterfly Vagina Belt. Actually, the Butterfly, the Butterfly Belt, which is just absolutely disgusting looking. Oh, it's um, it's one of the worst belts of all time, and I am including the 24/7 title in that conversation. I like, like the look of the 24/7 title. It looks I like think a giant it's. Nickel. I think it's, <laughs> and I like to flip it every day when I'm sitting on the street corner. <laughs> my name's Tyler. Oh, I would like to point out my pitch for this is. What if the wrestler, but, huh? This movie, I mean, I want to say, like, Paige has led an interesting life. Why not just show all of it? Like, I think so, too. And especially since, like, wrestling so young, like, fucked her career over. Oh, yeah. Like, she took, like, one bad bump and her back is shot. Like, she can't ever wrestle ever again. Oh yeah, no, she's she is done. They don't they don't touch on that. It ends on a super high pitch note. It's like, why not make a sequel to this movie where like they do like the second half of Paige's career? Because they never will. No, because like, it's like it's depressing. Because it's like, and that's I think why the substance film sucks. abuse like, problems. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio being an abusive prick. Her like, shit getting being leaked. Shit, yeah, her shit getting leaked. Um, However, which though, is disgusting, it, by the way. It is. It is disgusting. Like it is. It's a bad thing. And then I think the worst part is like her coming back. And then wrestling like once or twice, and then getting injured, and like basically her career's over. And oh, now she's a manager. Um, well, she's a manager, but she's also on that Fox show. Like that's she's true. On, yeah, and she's doing quite well, from what I understand. She is like show that in the second half, though. Although through all all the shit. And by the way, I think like like there are times I've suspected Paige is on heavy medication. Like she probably she looks, has to be to move, dude. Yeah, that's like, that's that's what I'm getting at. But I'm saying like like it almost looks like she's like out of it, and I don't I don't think that's great. Show throughout all this that she managed to keep doing what she loved in a certain way. Like that's what the second movie should be. But it's like they're never gonna do something like that. She's a little bit older than I am. She's 28. Oh, am I 27? Or am I 26? How old am I? I I don't. She's 27. And yeah, she can never wrestle ever again. Yes. Yeah. That's, her body. That's... The weird thing, the thing about this movie I found so weird is uh, Florence Poo's Poog? Florence Poog? Florence Pugh is what I've Pugh? been saying. I'm kind Pugh? of buzzed. Is actually built better for wrestling. <laughs> like, Paige is like a twig. She's like this skinny little, like, British lady. Oh. I mean, uh, and, and, and Florence... But I wasn't like, being fair before. Florence Pugh is fine in this. She's just not as good as another movie in the year that I liked a lot more. Like, eh, and Tyler, she's, she's fine in this. Um, you know who's great in this? Like, who's like legitimately? Who's very good? Le- I'm looking forward to this. I loved Vince Vaughn's performance in this. I fucking <laughs> don't give a shit about Vince Vaughn in this movie at all. It's like, 
I, I think I'm still mad at him for True Detective. I'm still like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what were you thinking? Like, But he's legitimately good enough in this that I was like, should I watch Dragged Across Concrete? <laughs> I kind of want to see it, too. I do like Vince Vaughn, like, but it's just like, there's some things I'm just like, man, fuck off. By yeah. the way, I took every movie off of my iTunes except for the ones I need to watch for your end of the decade list. <laughs> so it's the only way I'm going to do it. Good luck. My last question is, can you fix it? And if so, how? Um, yes. And th- to fix it, I would make it, I would cut out a lot of the exposition of like her getting to the WWE and I would center it around like three specific wrestling matches mm, and okay. have it be like the build up in the back, like them going over the wrestling matches and then like them in the ring. And I'd like try and show like the actual physical toll wrestling takes on someone, both mentally and physically. And it'd be more about like her progression through her career through like three or four wrestling matches instead of just like a linear story. Okay. So then my, you know what? Here is my response to that. The way I would fix it, first of all, Steven, whatever his name is, who directed this movie and also felt the need to star for some reason. I'm still not happy about that either. Stephen Murphy's uh, good. He's funny, but he's like a TV director. And it feels like not, a TV. He's he's not this not this movie. I'm gonna bring in Sofia Coppola to direct this movie. Ooh, and yeah, I know, right? I'm gonna bring in Sofia. Co- I'm gonna bring in Sofia Coppola. She's gonna be huge. She's gonna be big one day. She was dating that guy who likes feet. You know the boy QT. And I, <laughs> he does. He likes feet. Okay, let's let's not let's not I be. I thought you were talking about Spike Jones, and I was like, Spike Jones like feet? No, QT. Yeah, puts him in all his movies. <laughs> Did you see that last one? It was about our industry. It was only... No, the last one was about feet. It really was. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's, yeah, I like him. What are you going to do about it? The way I would do it is bring her in. I would shoot it like that. And I would also I would also focus on the second half of her career. Like, just that's how I'd fix it. Make this movie uncompromising. Make this be like, yeah, this is a dangerous sport. And it doesn't just affect certain people who, like, are, like, main eventers. Like, it also affects, like, people who are just starting out. And you can also make it about how, like, someone that young being exposed to the aspects of wrestling that are not good really can fuck them up and damage them for the long run of their life. But, you know, then again, you just make the wrestler, so. (laughs) And we already have uh, the wrestler. Which takes us out of that, and it brings us into your number four, is that correct? My number four. My number four is a Blumhouse movie, and it starts to Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute, boy. Wait a minute, boy. Wait, wait. You're telling me you're pitching a Blumhouse movie. Those always do well. How could this be on the bottom of the list? This movie fucking sucks. It stars Octavia Spencer. It's directed by Tate Taylor. It's called Ma. Fuck Ma. You know what? I'm going to open up with an impression. You ready for an impression? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Daryl. In their world, there can only be one of us. And then she just paints his face white. What the fuck is this movie, Tyler? Uh, Who talked Octavia Spencer into this? Uh, I mean, it's because there's Tate Taylor. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. No, I know those are kids. Come on, you gotta do Ma, Ma. I love Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer can, has can become... You read the scene where she puts her arm on the black kid's arm and she goes, mm, milk done, your body good, is one of the creepiest moments in a movie. It's just absolutely disgusting. It's I so mean, gross. Like, this movie's is reprehensible. She, is she supposed to be hot? No, I don't think so. She's supposed to be, like, repressed. And I think her, she is not who I have a problem with. I have a problem with producer, director, Tate Taylor. And his just, his everything. How so? 
So, have you seen... You've seen probably The Help, right? I'm imagining? Oh, I've seen The Help, yeah. I remember when that movie came out. I was like, this was amazing. I'm like, yeah, Mom, I'm, I'm glad you like it. Sure. Have you seen The Girl on the Train from 2016? The Girl on the Train. Yeah. I think it's I've seen the... a movie called A Girl in a Train. But, like, it was, like, on a website I wouldn't recommend going to if you're at work. Is that the one? Is that what that movie's about? Who's in it? Who's, who's, who's in this Who's in this movie? Who's in this movie? Emily Bro- Blunt. Oh, no, Rebecca no. Ferguson. Mine was Emily Blumpkin, so that's... Uh... Uh, uh, by, by the way, by the way, I have a joke that I'd like to tell you that we I think we can use as, like, hey, look, he's not such a bad guy. Let me ask you something. What do you think's worse... Ivan Reitman thinking he could make Natalie Portman a comedic lead or him giving us Jason Reitman. (laughs) (laughs) I like how adamant you were about me cutting that other joke. (laughs) You have to. You can't. You can't. No, I won't. I won't put that out anywhere. It's just going to be your ringtone. (laughs) Good. Guys, if you want to know, you have to come find Tyler at his job at Moon Dollars Coffee. And ask him what he said. The only way or, you're gonna know. You have to figure out. You put Ivan Reitman, director, '80s kid. You figure it out. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, Ma, like, it's a horror movie, but it really sucks. Oh, it's so bad. What's your What's your pitch? My pitch is: What if we take Octavia Spencer and uh, just have her? F- be a mentally unstable person for an hour and a half. And, and Jason Blum was like, yes. And Ang Lee's pitch was, what if fatal attraction, but we party? <laughs> there is one scene that is great. Is it where uh, she's doing kung fu fighting? Because I got to tell you. I'm okay, there's two scenes. There's two scenes that are great. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you sure it's not the scene where she's doing all the Instagram videos? Because those also are pretty amazing. All right. There's, there's three scenes that are great. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. Are you sure it's not the scene where we see full penis Tyler and she's going to cut it off? And then she makes it way worse by cutting the dude's wrist? Fuck you, by the way. That made me upset. All right. Four great scenes. Okay. Cool. Cool. This is the only four good parts of the movie, what we just talked about. It's where the evil mom of one of the other kids is running out, out <laughs> for a run. There's five great scenes. Uh, and she just hits her with the car and, like, doesn't stop. And it's... Oh, by the way, do you remember what she says after she does it? Does she call her, like, a dumb bitch or something? No, she like goes, fucking cunt. <laughs> And it's Octavia Spencer doing it, and you're like, who would find you mildly threatening? Oh, this movie sucks, Tyler. We've crossed the line from general, like, ah, these movies are kind of okay, Tinta. Oh, fuck you. It's It's the top three. It's so, because, like, that that moment is meant to be, like, I don't know, threatening, or it's maybe a laugh line. But, like, the way it comes across is, like, like, what am I watching? <laughs> what I happened? What universe am I in? Rename it Fatal Underage Attraction. Like, I, I just... Here's, here's the problem with it. Can I tell you why I think it sucks? I don't think it knows what it wants to be. And here's the problem. You either make that movie a movie about her trying to hang out with these kids or trying to get revenge on the parents. You can't do both. Or you make a campy horror movie that's fun. 
And the, the themes like are really slight. Travia Dresser's uh, dress at the end, and it's just the ending of Sleepaway Camp. She just has a penis for some reason. I guess. I guess you could do that. That wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. But and it's just Willem Dafoe's dong from... From Antichrist. Yeah. No! Ew! No! From Last Temptation of Christ. It oh, just yeah. doesn't like that. Like, and like the end of the movie is some guy goes, you need a kickstand for that? And everyone just goes, ah! And then the credits just roll. <laughs> I think what you could do is you could either make it a psychological horror movie and like be really serious about it have only like a couple jokes but like really like just dig in on its themes or you go the other way and you make it a fun campy kind of dumb action like actiony horror movie where octavia spencer is just big and loud and doing all of it right do we Don't think she's do the both. wrong choice? Do we think she's the wrong choice? No, because she's an amazing actress. And oh, she she's, whatever. she's oh, she's very good. I'm not I'm not debating you on movie. that. I'm just saying like what the idea is like I, I don't, I'm trying I'm trying to put this as nicely as I can. The idea of fatal attraction is the reason Glenn Close can kind of get away with stuff is because Glenn Close is like this femme fatale sex object. Does that work here with Octavia Spencer? Can she pull that off? Because I, I think to do this thing right with the kids, you have to believe that maybe these kids would want to fuck Octavia Spencer. Can I she pull that off? Because at no so. point I, she comes off more like Annie Wilkes from Misery. I kind of disagree with you. I don't think it's trying to be like Fatal Attraction. I don't think it's trying to be sexy at all. No, I think it's trying to... Uh, there. There's a couple of times she comes on to those boys. But I think it's you're supposed to think it's weird and gross. It is weird and gross. I don't think it's supposed to be like, oh, maybe these teenage boys might have sex with Octavia Spencer. I think you're supposed to realize no, but, that Octavia but Spencer... I'm saying, I'm saying in my fixed version, you either do fuck with the kids or fuck with the parents. You can't fuck with both. So my question is, if you do fuck with the kids, can she pull this off? Because I don't think she can. But I think if you do it in the part where you fuck with the adults, I think she can pull that off. <sighs> I think if it's fucking with the kids, yes... If it's strictly this person who is very lonely and doesn't have a lot of like attachment to the world and is being yeah. like, repressed, and you really dig into that, yes. But if By it's this way, person that's like trying to have fun with the kids, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. This movie just doesn't work. By the way, <laughs> can, we agree, can we agree that the kid in the wheelchair is so boring at the beginning that I completely forgot about them until like I saw the wheelchair in the house later on? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, who is this girl? Should I, like, one of the girls was all, like, newer, and the other girl was so flipped out. I'm like, I'm like, who is this girl? Why do I know her? And then I see the watch, I'm like, oh, right, the bitch who couldn't get up the wheel ramp thing. I remember you. Like, what happened to you? Oh, you're her, you're her mom. Okay, weird, this is fucked up. Like, yeah, it just, it doesn't work. And I think well, the reason it doesn't work is it doesn't know what it wants to be. I think it also, it's, like, shit like that. It's, it's... <sighs> It's either trying to be inclusive, but, like, doesn't do it in a way that's, like, respectful to people who have wheelchairs. Or it's just being like, how fucked up can well, this, we be? Well, this, this new movie this new, this movie doesn't work because none of the characters are respectable. I don't give a shit about the main girl. I don't care about her shitty boyfriend. I don't care about their shitty friends. Like, you're kind of almost like, yeah, fuck him up, Ma. Who gives a shit? I don't care. Yeah, it weirdly paints it towards, like, oh, these kids suck. They're mean, they're burnouts, they're degenerates, they're trying to get drunk, they, like, exploit this lady to get drunk in her basement. So you're like, oh, these kids start dropping dead, you're like, yeah, they kind of suck, they deserved it. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, it, you know what, I'm gonna change my thing, it's what if misery but we party. Yeah. 
that's like what what it's going for, and it just it fucking sucks. Yeah, I think Tate Taylor's not a good filmmaker, and I think that's the other part of it. Stop it. Yeah, just produce stuff, dude. You got money now. This movie made sixty million dollars, so like he's gonna be directing for the rest of his career. This movie made sixty million on a five million dollar budget. Yeah. Oh shit, that is a lot of money. Yeah. Ooh, Ma Two, Ma's Revenge, and then Ma Three, the remining. Uh, <laughs> the remining. Yeah, you like that? Ah, oh, it's brilliant, kid. Give him four of them. Ma like, Four, the final chapter. <laughs> Ma Five, a new beginning. <laughs> Ma Six, Ma Lives. Uh, Ma Seven, the new blood. Thank you. Yeah, Ma Ma Eight, Ma in Manhattan. <laughs> no, it's Ma takes Manhattan. It's Whatever. her. It's her wearing someone's face, but she's doing like a chorus line kick in the poster. That's what I see. Ma Nine, Ma goes to hell. And then, of course, the final one, Ma X. (laughs) (laughs) That's the really filthy one. Octavia Spencer's in her mid-70s. She's like, why did I say I would do 12 of these? She just, like, comes on screen and is just like, I'm tired. (laughs) She's like, she's like, well, bless my soul. Look at these young children. Time to mow them down. And she's just got a howitzer gun. And you're like, why does she keep killing them? By the way, we never get new actors. We just keep rehiring those kids. Yes, yeah, the same kids. It's the same kids, but every They're time in their forties. Every time we bring them on, it's like, oh, I'm the son of what's his name. It's like, didn't he die in the first movie? And they're like, no, 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 that was a dream. We fix every problem with it was a dream. Oh, we also have to do Ma versus Jason. Oh yeah, no Ma versus Freddy. <laughs> we'll make them both. Yeah. Hey, love house. Get over here and cut us a check, you piece of shit. They're flip discs. <laughs> one, one, one disc is uh one one half of the disc is uh Ma versus Jason, the other half is Ma versus Freddy. You can flip them. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna say this. It's one movie, but halfway through she just starts fighting Jason instead of Freddy, and they never bring it up. Oh, that would be so good. Why does this movie suck so hard? Uh, it could be any other movie, but it has to be this one. God, it does. She paints a dude's face white, and then they take a photo. That's the poster of this movie. I don't get. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't get that. I still don't get that. It's so bad. Okay. Anyway, um, should we move on to my number three? Yeah. And now a letter to Ryan Reynolds. Dear Ryan Reynolds. Well, shit. Well, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. (laughs) You stop that, Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Stop it was actually perfect. Ryan Reynolds, say no occasionally. My case in point, Detective Pikachu. I, I don't like this movie, Tyler. I don't understand Pokemon. I think it came a little after me, so maybe it's for you because you're a little younger. But Ben, you don't like Pokemon? No, fuck Pokemon. Oh, well, fuck Pokemon. No, fuck Pokemon Snap. You know what I'm really salty about? Pokemon never went in the direction I wanted it to go, which yeah. was eventually Pokemon Hunter. Like where <laughs> you're hunting, Hunter. where you're hunting big game Pokemon and selling their pelts. I'm just saying. I think it's a genius idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it's a really, really good um, idea. I don't know what your pitch is for this, but I know what my pitch is, which is, do you want to make a billion dollars? 
Hey, excuse me, Aang. Uh, yes, sir? I-, I noticed you were supposed to pitch the Pokemon movie, but all you did was go over there and write the word Pokemon with dollar signs all around it? Yeah, there's my pitch. Oh, okay, cool. Wait, what happened to your like, accent, Mr. L- Mr. Lee? Because you know it's not real. Not when I'm not pitching. I don't do the accent unless I'm pitching. He's just smoking out front. Yeah, someone walked into Legendary Pictures and was just like, how would you like to make all of the money? Why is this that's, movie... That's, why did this movie happen? This movie sucks. Because there's a there's a game called Detective Pikachu. Uh, yes. Yeah. Where is Pikachu the, talks. Yeah, it's, this, is it's it basically this... Like loosely, like it's not exactly the same, but yeah, it's like a kid has to find his dad, and there's a talking Pikachu. Jesus Christ! I think the ending is different. I think Pikachu just is able to talk. Like, why? Why don't we ever? Why doesn't anyone like try to sell the Pokemon scalps? Like, I really feel like that would work. Ben, 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 Ben. ben. People do. What? Where? When do we get to see this? No, no, like they don't try to sell their pelts, but there's like. There is like a black market for Pokemon. Where? Where is this? In the games. You have to play them. I don't want to play the games. I but don't that's understand. That's problem. Look, look. If if the game can the game is the Pokemon game about a little plumber who needs to save a princess for some reason? Because beyond that, and if it's not Street Fighter, I just can't do it, dude. If it's not Mario Kart, it's it's too advanced for me. I, I don't like this. I'm I'm too old. If you don't like video games. It's I don't not know why the fuck video. you went inside Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I saw Detective Pikachu because I downloaded it illegally. There, I said it. Is that what you want to hear? <sighs> I wanted something fucking uplifting. I'm like, okay, maybe. No. You could have just texted me. Shoot me a text. I saw it. I would have been like, don't watch it. You won't like it. I think I did. <laughs> fuck. Shit. Bill Nighy, the minute you see him, you know he's the bad guy. Oh, yeah, because he's the third build, and you're like, huh. You're like, oh, Bill Nighy, hey, you seem like a bad guy. Bad guy hasn't shown up yet. They're kind of keeping him a secret. Mm. Well, I don't know. Ken, when Ken Watanabe showed up, I was like, maybe Ken Watanabe's the bad guy. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Because it's just like, because like, anytime like a semi-successful actor pops up in a movie, I'm just like, who, who's like clearly not as popular as like the top build person? Like be the third I, I on, didn't the, on the list. I didn't even know the top build guy. He was a bag of water. Justice Smith, sorry. What is he in? This. He's ben. a bag Jesus of Christ. water. Come on. You he's were watching the water. movie. He was there. I no no. I know he's in this. I meant, what else is he in? Uh, I have no idea. See see you. Oh you son of a bitch. Got me Suki there. Waterhouse is in this for like seven seconds. Oh, he was in the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom movie. Oh, God, yeah, because everyone remembers that piece of shit. I didn't see it, so... Oh, God, it sucked, too. That would be on this year's list. Anyway, Sega Waterhouse was in The Bad Batch. Uh, she was in... Uh, she the main girl in The Bad Batch? Um... Yes. Oh, okay, I remember her. Who's she in this? Is she um, the girl? Is she the she girl? plays, like, the hunter that goes and gets, like, the... Like, gets, like that is like copied by ditto so she has like the really small eyes oh okay i I remember her why am i attracted to siki waterhouse with really small eyes that's super weird and i don't like this it's just got like a lot of unlikable people in it i think the main dude's not too likable i think the 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 catherine like the the like female lead is super likable. I love her. I hate Ryan Reynolds in fucking every movie. I hate I him. I don't hate. I don't hate him in every movie, but he's <sighs> really fucking annoying in fucking this movie. Fucking sucks in this movie. And also, why not? If you're gonna do it, why not make it an R-rated movie and just make a filthy Pikachu movie? 
Because, like, then you can't, you can't get them the kids' money, you know? Uh, fuck them. They don't have money. Only their parents have money. Tie the little rugrats up to a up to a pillar at home and go see the R-rated Pikachu movie. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did hear it here first. And I'll say it again. Tie those little rugrats up to a pillar in your house and go to the R-rated Detective Pikachu. Stop compromising for your children. What I meant to say was... They're, they are so fucked, guys. Like, we're fucked, but they're super fucked. So you it's heard, fine. You heard it here first, folks. Ben says, fuck them kids. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Get them out of here. And stop I making can't. movies like Detective Pikachu. There's no way to make this movie to where you would like it, so I'm not even going to try fixing it. Fair enough. You want to move on to your uh, number three? I guess. We have to. Yeah, we do, Tyler, because we're going to have a talk. It's Adventures Endgame. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, where are you going? I was just getting out my boy erased kit so we could, uh, we could erase your hatred for this, uh, this movie just like they did in Boy Erased. That's what the movie's about, right, Tyler? Tyler? He's behind a blast-proof shield, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Tyler, I, <laughs> Tyler I'm, on... not, not gonna, I'm not going to come out. I'm not going to come swinging at you if you come out of that blast shield. I just want to have a logical discussion about why I think you're wrong about this movie. you gotta give me, you got to give me a little bit. I'm putting on Jeremy Renner's Hurt Locker suit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the explosion? Is that what you're saying? You're the bomb I got to defuse, my man. Uh, I, I don't hate Avengers Endgame. I quite enjoyed Avengers Endgame. Did I enjoy it as much as Avengers Infinity War? No, not at all. Avengers Infinity War is a better movie, and this is the second part to it, but you need a second part to be able to finish something. And also in a way that this is a definitive end to a series that I have been watching for 10 years, and I've really enjoyed it. And I think there's really good things about this movie that we can get into or not get into. But before we do all that, Tyler, I want to know, why don't you like this movie? so long so long and none of it matters so so much just like time travel it matters to me fucking iron man and so much plot that does not so inconsequential it is you're you're not wrong but it's it's really enjoyable dude remember not all of us can go see the lighthouse and then go see Parasite. Some of us need to have a <laughs> Not all of us can go see one movie. <laughs> no, 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 you let me finish. Not all of us can go see The Lighthouse and then go see Parasite. Some of us need to eat air in between. That's what this is, man, but it's the really the best well-produced air there is. It's so just gorgeously distracting. So one day we're going to die. Uh, I, look, you can disagree if you want, but for me, I love this movie. I like this movie a lot. It's not as good as the first part, which is Infinity War, which if you had picked this last year, I would have had a much bigger problem. But <laughs> Yeah, you would have hit me with a steel chair. <laughs> probably, yeah. I didn't like Infinity War either. I think I, I gave Infinity War like two stars. <laughs> or fair, like maybe fair, one fair half. Enough. I don't remember. Fair enough. But, but for, me, for me, what I like about this movie, and you know what it is? It's just a lot of people who are better than the material really going for it. And I, and I appreciate you like that. And there's some funny stuff in here, too. It's fun. Like, there are times, you got to admit, there's at least one or two scenes that, like, y- you had to have been like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I mean, he, there's nothing that rises above being like, that's whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Anthony and Joe Russo are among the worst working directors in Hollywood. And they cannot direct action worth 
a goddamn. They have no semblance of personality to any of their movies. They just feel so bland and generic. And that's probably why they're the golden boys of the Marvel uh, the MCU stuff is like Kevin Feige or someone at Disney can like point and be like, eh, make it look all right. And like, they can do that. They can home a ship and bring it in on time. And that's it. These movies are like fucking civil war is the only movie I've ever seen in a movie theater that like made me motion sick because of how bad and poorly shot the direction, like the, the, the action scenes are. Huh. So I don't like watching these movies. And when I had to watch this one <laughs> for an unrelated list that it's no longer on even anymore. I was kind of dreading it because I hated Infinity War. I really didn't vibe with it. I thought it was the worst of all of their impulses put into one movie with an ending that everybody was like, oh my God, did you see that ending? Everybody dies. And I was like, it's not going to matter because there's a second movie coming out. They're going to fix most of that. Oh yeah. And I was no, no. right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I understand what you mean, but you can't look at it. You can't look at it from that. It's it's the idea of a comic book. The comic book ends on this big like, oh my god, did you can you believe what happened? It's like, well, yeah. I mean, and it's gonna get resolved next week because there's another comic book. The, these movies are like comic books, dude. They never end. Batman never beats the Joker because if he does, he's not Batman anymore. This shit goes on and on and on. Like but it's a comic book. Comic books have like like arcs with like characters that and dude work. these guys are and doing these it movies... in two hour chunks they're not doing it in years and years and they're getting arcs somewhere think about the arc at the end of that movie steve rogers learns to become selfish and fucking <laughs> no it's no it's true like he he learns to like do something for himself as opposed to others and and tony stark learns to be selfless by doing something for humanity as opposed for himself there are there are arcs to those characters it takes about 10 years to get to some of them but i mean and that's, that's the, thing. the problem. It's like look, look, I understand, but these movies you gotta keep these movies going. This is the juggernaut, dude. We're it, not but this ain't stopping. This I feel like is the culmination of the MCU. And I think what we're gonna see in years to come is we're gonna see a slow and steady drop off. I don't think they're ever gonna capture what they had from like this ever oh, again. No, no disagreement here. I um, believe this is. I believe this is the apex of Marvel right now. And I don't think people have realized like what they're gonna lose after this. Um, All these Disney shows. The fact that you said, let's talk about that real quick. Since <laughs> people need to know. Apparently, if you want to see certain Marvel movies coming up in the next couple years for movie theaters, you have to watch the TV shows to be aware of everything. No, fuck you. I don't, actually. Which, because, like, at that no point, offense, just yeah. make Go it ahead. comic book tie-ins. Like, who fucking cares? This was my big problem with Star Wars, where it's like, you can watch Star Wars episodes one, two, three, or you can really find out what happens with the Clone Wars. It's like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. If I want to watch a movie, the only thing I should have to watch a movie beforehand is if that movie is a sequel to another movie. That is the only thing. Movies are not meant to be having fucking shows and shit tied into them. That's not the deal. Yeah, and I mean, I started watching Marvel movies with like Civil War was around the time I started like occasionally going to see Marvel movies. People be like, "Oh man, you're not going to know who this character is unless you watch like all of this, like the movie it's part of." It's like, "Oh yeah, no, no, people fucking whatever." Them. Like I watched Infinity War, I'm like, "I know who all these characters are. Like they make sense. Like they fit into like really tight constructs. Like they're not deep. There's like there's nothing to them. So like hey, look, people them being like." You got to watch the TV show before you watch the movie. It's like, no, I fucking don't. No, like, no, fuck I, you. and I agree. I agree completely. It's like, stop trying to give me a fucking homework assignment. I'm not fucking watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Like, fuck you, it's not happening. I'll watch Daredevil because I think Daredevil looked interesting, and it was. But I'm not fucking watching a show because you tell me I have to. That's not yeah. fucking how this works. You need to make a movie, and I'll watch that. If that movie happens to be a sequel to another movie that you're making, I'll watch the other one because that's required because you've already made one. But I'm not fucking watching TV shows. It's not happening. That being said, I think we can both agree that you and I were both rooting for Jeremy Renner to whip her off that cliff. I think we can both agree. <laughs> oh my God. When it got to that point, this you're is like, this is you're like, I'm gonna get everything I don't I ever like Scarlett wanted Johansson, right the person. I think Scarlett Johansson, the person who is, is, is not my fave. Don't like her. I was like, man, it's gonna be so funny when she dies. <laughs> And, and she sucks in these movies. She's so bad. And it's also like kind of not her fault because her character is given which less sucks, than nothing. Which sucks because that's a really well-written, in-depth character. In the comics, I'm sure. But like in these movies, it's Oh, not. yeah. No, no. She's like she's like a fucking like Russian ballerina. Like it, there's like some great stuff about her character and they just don't do it. And now they're trying to give her like a retroactive like, oh, we fucked up movie. And it's like, no, too fucking late, you guys. Like, like seven years too late, guys. Yeah, like you guys should have fucking had this ready to go. But I mean, it's their fucking own fault because like Marvel and Disney to an extent have like dug their heels in on these like tokenism things of like, we're going to give Brie Larson her own movie. We're going to do Captain Marvel and it's for the women. And it's like, God. do that's, that. That's my, that's, that's fine. My, that's my other big problem with, with Captain Marvel. If we want to get into it, but Oh, by the way. So yeah, fucking Brie Larson shows up in this movie and I'll tell you what, fuck you room. Come here. You're getting it again. I fucking hate room. Fuck Jacob but, Tremblay. I think I said his name wrong last time. Fuck that kid. Like, like if you if they, you see him on the lot of his next movie, just like kind of like bump into him and knock him down. Whoever whoever hears they, this, they, I'm before I was tumbling down on that kid's. Thing. I know. You know I know you are. Tremblay to a wall and go watch an R-rated Detective Pikachu. Listen, real quick, I want to get to this. They they dig their heels in on these things. Like we're making a movie for women. We're making a movie making Black Panther. Black Panther like good though. Black Panther's. Fine. It's probably it's, their best yeah. movie, but yeah, it's one of them. Um, they do these things like that that make it seem like oh, we're progressive, like we're doing these things, but they drag their heels on a Black Widow movie, which would have made sense for like eight years or something like that. Like the first Avengers movie was like 2012, and I think she might have been in movies before that. Like they could have made one for like five or six years, and they just didn't. And then Brie Larson comes along and they're like, okay, we're finally making a movie for women. It, of course, makes a billion dollars because, like, duh, like, women have money, too. They want to go see movies. Like, of course, it's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. Now it's like, let's do the Black Widow movie because it's fucking profitable. They're not doing it because they yeah, like because, to do it. They're doing right. it because they yeah. can sell it to people. And it well, makes them look good. Like, it's everything that Marvel does is so incredibly cynical. Well, it's not Marvel. Everything Disney does is, like, so incredibly here cynical. Here it comes. That, like, I cannot get it with these. Like, I just can't do it, man. And we're going to talk about Disney again. I don't know, man. This shit is just, it's such a cynical, boring cash grab that, like, I just, I'm sick of these, like, manufactured factory movies that have nothing to do with it. And I don't think I'll ever watch another one. But that's just me. So can you fix it is the first question. I would fix it by, by destroying the master tapes. You're a dick. I like these movies. How dare you? Don't don't cheat us of those. <laughs> Fix it by um, don't make the first one and make it a different movie. And uh, let's just call it The Conversation by Francis Ford Coppola. Or, or, let me pitch you this. We get Daniel Day-Lewis to play every part. Ooh. 
like that. Or the movie is, let's just say, an hour left, an hour shorter. So two and a half hours as opposed to like three and a half hours. Fucking nearly four hours, yeah. Yeah, it really is. I'll say that. It is very long. It's too um, fucking and, long. And, you know, just to tag up on that Ang Lee's pitch, Ang, you, you didn't do anything for Avengers. He goes, no, I'm not going to. What, are you kidding me? It's been 10 years. You, I'm not doing that. Are you out of your mind? Here's, here's, here's your pitch. What if more money? There, how are you enjoying that? And he just lights up a cigar with his $1,000 bill, and he's like, yeah, Ang Lee out. Anyway, yeah. What's yeah. Uh, yeah. What? What's what? Oh, it's, it's my number two, isn't it's it? Your number two. Yeah, mine was Marvel. <laughs> you just got off the That's right. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> well, and you know what? Because that takes us wonderfully into oh man, we we just passed the Marvel studio. Now we're into things Disney's acquired, but we're not sure what they're gonna do with. Hey, who are these uh, characters back here, Tyler? <laughs> huh? Are they? Huh. <laughs> these are the X Men. Mutants? Oh no! Oh God! <laughs> oh. This is Dark Phoenix. Oh, no. This is the second worst movie I saw this year. This was bad. Well, I guess bad. we'll have to talk about them. This is a uh, special type of bad. I mean, this is... Okay, first of all, how bored is Jessica Chastain during this movie? Jessica Chastain is asleep. <laughs> Jessica Chastain is show up to set cash I feel like Jessica Chastain... You pay Jessica Chastain when she shows up. You pay Jessica Chastain when she leaves. It's like, I'm not paying you twice. She goes, ah, Jessica Chastain's got a problem with you. <laughs> I feel like Jessica, Jessica Chastain just plants kisses on men and does it like the way that men would do it to women in the olden times. Also, I feel she has the most unfortunate name for some reason. Jessica Chastain is kind of hard to say. It's uh, like, especially it's now that, that I've been drinking. It's, like, it's not just that. It also, it's dangerously close to being like a filthy pornography name like Jessica Chastain or something oh, like that. It's, God damn it, Ben. I, I know. It's so gross. I didn't want to think about it alone. That's why I told you. I, yeah. Yeah. okay, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I haven't seen an X-Men movie since like X-Men 2. I just don't care. <laughs> That's the last one I would have stopped at. <laughs> I just, I don't care. I haven't watched Logan. I probably will never watch Logan. It's fine. Oh, Logan's okay. It's fine. There's, there's no one at me about you this. Know what I, you know what I would suggest? First Class. Sure. That's the Matthew Vaughn one. That's really good. Uh, Matthew Vaughn. Anyway. How fucking dare you? He did layer cake. <laughs> You did what? Oh, layer cake. I will fight for layer cake. Layer cake's fine. Layer cake um, has some good performances in it. We're not talking about layer cake. <laughs> By the way, have I, ever, have, I ever, have I ever told you the layer cake story? No. So, layer cake comes out like 2005-ish, and it comes out in the summer at our theater. And there is... Back in the day before everything went digital, you could have two movies running on one screen. And what do you call it? You could play one of them as long as it could wrap around to a free platter. It came on a three platter system. So you could have two movies on two of the platters and then you could feed the third one to the third platter. So one day I am sitting on door and this woman comes out and she goes, excuse me. And I go, yes. And it was very new there. And she said, we're in theater five watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but I don't think it's the correct movie. And I said, oh, yeah, that's probably showing with. And I realized what it was. And I got on my radio. I said, hey, Jason, upstairs, I think you started the wrong movie. I think uh, it's supposed to be Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. You hear the sound of footsteps slamming across the top. 
above us. And I go, ma'am, you might want to take your kids out of there. It gets a little graphic. Because <laughs> if you remember the opening of that movie, Sister of the Traveling Pants, is not the scene where a guy is railing out a chicken doing lines off of her ass. So, uh, yeah, that's the layer cake story. I dropped my phone. I laughed too hard. I believe those two women came out with their kids and the people are, who are managers at the time said, you may go over to Snack Bar and take whatever you want. Like, just uh, just please take whatever you want. <laughs> just take a, just all of it? Yeah. I'll have uh, a, one of all of it. I had a recent uh, thing happen when I went to stop, go see Parasite. I think I might have told you this. I went and saw Parasite. It's opening week. It's a it's like a 200-seater auditorium. It's hot. Everybody's kind of sweaty. Just because of, like, the breath and uh, all the sweatiness. And we sit down. And the light's dim. It's full house. Everyone's it's packed. It's sold out. And we get through like a couple of trailers. The last trailer they show is Parasite. And everyone <laughs> in the theater is like, oh no. Everyone in the theater kind of like chuckles and goes like, oh, that's what we're seeing. That's, that's weird. Usually doesn't happen. They don't usually show the trailer before the movie that you've bought a ticket for. Although I'm in favor of it. I'll say it. Seems kind of reductive. We've already paid. So, you know, we don't need to see the trailer. It's fine. The neon logo comes up everyone knows neon it's the like neon sign it says neon we're like okay i think they play neon bible by uh the <laughs> arcade fire at that point shut up <laughs> oh i can't make i can't make an arcade fire joke now i, I didn't realize we were in that level of censorship the everyone's everyone goes okay yes neon they own the movie they're 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 platforming it that's fine and then a like Spanish flag pops up, like a Spanish production company, and we're like, and you're that's, like "Weird." That's not right. I don't I think it was Korean. Uh, it was Korean film. Ah, maybe Spanish people have the money in it. It's fine. And then like another one pops up, and, and like, all of a sudden there's Antonio Banderas clapping his merengues together. <laughs> and then suddenly it's uh, pain and glory, and I see like I swear to God, I see like five heads just pop up in unison like fucking whack-a-mole and they just like run to the lobby wait, were like you're playing the wrong wait, movie were these people blowing other people what are you talking about no like they oh. like pop up oh, seats, oh okay like, just checking like they got up stood up i was like it is a pedro almavar movie that dude shoots graphic gay sex he does anyway <laughs> so yeah so, people yeah, were wait, like we really upset i do avoid talking about dark Phoenix. yeah jessica chastain uh, is asleep in this movie oh so is michael fassbender Michael Fassbender sucks in this movie. James McAvoy sucks in this movie. They all suck in this movie. James McAvoy. There's a 20-minute scene on a train that just doesn't stop. I will be really honest with everybody. This and Ben's number one, I did not watch all the way through. I did watch, like, 10 minutes. I would go, okay. I would skip. I watched the first 15 minutes. I skipped to, like, the 30-minute mark. And I skipped, like, somewhere in between 40 and 45 and then I'd skip to, like, the hour mark, and then so on until I got to the end. Like, 15-minute intervals, because that's typically how stories move. I uh, saw how... this and the souvenir on the same day. Wow, rough and souvenir. Then I, and then, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I was like, ah, souvenir kind of sucked. And then, like, Dark Phoenix is like, hold my drink. Like, and you're like, whoa, is a souvenir a masterpiece? Weird. <laughs> I don't think I said masterpiece. You did like it. You gloat about it. You I, it like, look, look I, I, I gave it more than I think it deserved. I've thought about that movie. It does not work. I don't know who I'm supposed to like in that movie because I'm like, I think I like heroin. I think you're not supposed to like anybody in that movie. I think that's the point. 
probably true. It's probably very true. So I went to those two movies, and then I went to a live wrestling event in Reno for WWE. It could not have been more depressing of a day. Who was the main event of that live wrestling event? Ooh, uh, Kofi Kingston versus... Oh, God, I don't remember. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. You had me with the Kofi Kingston because I love Kofi Kingston. But do you want to know what? Do you want to know what the other thing we got to see? Oh Eve. no! Uh, we no, we got to see the Kabuki Warriors live. Oh, okay, that was bizarre. And we also got to watch Randy Orton eat a black mass from Alistair Black for a pin. Oh, good. by the way, funniest part: one, two, three. Randy rolls out of the ring like nothing happens and just walks up the ramp. <laughs> That sounds like Randy Orton. I was like, Jesus Christ, you unprofessional little prick. Speaking of unprofessional little pricks, what's your number two? <laughs> oh, that's it? That's all Dark Phoenix? I- I'm, not, I'm not fucking going into it. That movie fucking sucks. Um, I didn't even have to watch it. I could have just not watched it. Yeah, fuck. but, you know, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not. No, you had to watch it. I watched every one of your movies, thank you, except for the next one. Y- yeah. My one didn't watch the Goldfinch, you motherfucker. <laughs> Is that your intro? Yeah. Fair enough. I think we're going to keep that fair enough and uh, yeah in there. Uh, we have gotten spicy, ladies. I might I might just not edit this one. Oh, no. No, no, actually, I probably should. Like, I'm going to take out the ums and stuff. I didn't see the goldfinch. I know what the goldfinch is about, though, so... Good. Uh, what's, Good. Your Ang, what's your Ang Lee pitch? You want to make a bad movie? That's it? And they're like, uh, Aang, I thought you usually pitch winners. He goes, yeah, you know, I'm tired today. Not recently. <laughs> That's how Alex Gemini Man was not very good. <laughs> He's off again, ladies and gentlemen. He's trying to get to that bomb shelter. Because he, he, knows, he knows Ben may or may not have to watch that movie for the 2019 list. Oh, man, you're going to have to watch like a non-3D version. So it's going to be really fucking bad. Great, great. I'm glad I'm going to buy it. I might not put it on my list just to spare you because like you should you should watch it uh, in its in its good version and not in this is keep this all on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. So what's this nonsense all about? <sighs> the Goldfinch. Leave that part where I agonize over what I'm about to say. The Goldfinch is about a kid who's in a museum and the museum uh, it goes kablooey. His mother wait, dies. Wait, what? The museum explodes. Wait, wait, because like of like a gas leak? No, bombing happens. Oh, like a terrorist bombing? Uh, I, possibly, I don't know. They don't ever give it, get into it, but there's a bombing. Okay, question for you. Is this movie the extremely loud and incredibly close of this decade? No. No? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. I don't know what this movie is, but it's it's not that. Okay, continue. The kid who is played, I think, by Oaks Figley when he's young and played by Ansel Elgort when he's old. Who's Ansel Elgort again? He's from Baby Driver. He's Baby Driver. What else is he in? Uh, was he in Ready Player One? No. Hold on. Oh, The Fault in Our Stars. I don't know. This name sounds familiar. I know Baby Driver. He's Baby Driver from Baby Driver. Yeah, I, thank you. What, what are he's you doing? He drives the babies. Is that what the plot of that movie is? I think so. So, oh, man, I almost made a really, really dark joke there. I'm glad I didn't. God, you didn't. <laughs> it was going to be da 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 but I'm not going to do it. Edit that out. <laughs> Hitting you with a fucking spray bottle. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a compulsion. Okay. Like, it's not. You can control it. So what so, he's mostly known for is ooh, Divergent. His name is Theo Decker. That is kind of a cool name. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. I'm going to um, call you young Theo Decker, and I'm going to be adult Theo Decker. You don't want to be adult Theo Decker. I'm telling you that no, right no, now. He seems like he's having a good time. He's not. He's having a very bad time. Ooh, anyway. Does he, does he get to fuck uh, Nicole Kidman? No. Oh, well, then what do I care? Does he get to fuck <laughs> Luke Wilson? No, it's his dad. Sarah Paulson? Does he get to fuck no. Sarah Paulson? He's a kid in those scenes. Who does he get to fuck? I, no one. What's the point of this movie? I hope he doesn't fuck Finn Wolfhard. That's weird. I, I mean, mean, like, he might have fucked, he... fucked Finn Wolfhard. Oh, Not shit. Ansel Elgort. The Wait, kid, who? The kid version. Oh, God, no. Ugh. There's a weird homosexual tension between them as kids. Yeah. Oh, weird. Does he get to fuck Jeffrey Wright? No. Ansel Elgort's character, not the young one. Adult no. Theo. No. Ansel El- he's like his legal point? guardian the in the of, movie. What's the point of this movie? I don't know, Ben. I the don't know what the point is. Brooklyn did this movie? <sighs> hey, you look at this. Hey, look at this. The guy who did Closed Circuit also did this movie. Are you really? Yeah, the guy, well, the one by Stephen Knight. It all ties back. Good job. Oh. See, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. But the guy did Brooklyn. Man, this dude's actually a good filmmaker. Yeah, he made a really fucking terrible movie. <laughs> oh, God, what happened, do you think? I I, I don't know. I, I wonder if there's, like, an untold sort of snowman quality to this movie where it's like, yeah, there's about 20 pages of the script we just didn't get around to filming. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I woke up, and it was four months later, and I gotta tell you, we had shot most of it, and I thought to myself, pretty good. Pretty good, John Crowley. And then, uh, and then production ended, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> but but I need ten more days in the art museum." Like, well, you don't have them, and I was like, "Huh? Well, this is gonna be an editor's dream." Huh? You know what? Sounds like somebody's going for best editor this year. That's my favorite. His thing. name is John Crowley. He puts on one of those little accounting hats and just sits down at the editing bay. That's one of my favorite things about uh, the Snowman, which is a bad movie from last year, is that it came out bombed everybody hated it and then like a month afterwards the director's like yeah there's 20 pages of the script we just didn't get around to filming and i was like can we do can we can we just you know have some extra money to shoot these and the studio just went nah (laughs) (laughs) and so like the reason that movie does not work is because just like 20 pages of the script were just not filmed (laughs) ansel algort's like you know i thought about doing the rest of the movie but then i was like you know what nah I did a skateboard. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do solo too. Is so, that him? Is he solo? No, that's the guy from Hail Caesar. I know that's the guy from Hail Caesar. He's not that guy either. There are so many smooth, like twenty-something boys, and I'm like, I don't know who any of you are. I'm so old. Oh, Tie man. them to the post too. Oh man, went till my number one. Then we was talking about smooth, handsome boys. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> fucking little teetotaler fuckface british fuck but yeah what what so he's like he's an art dealer is that what he does no (laughs) he he has sex with goldfinches what does he do so the goldfinch is a painting it's an actual for real painting in the real world by the way i just looked down the runtime this movie is an hour and 49 minutes or this movie is 149 minutes which it's like almost two and a half hours anyway he his mom dies in an explosion. At this the art movie's museum. two and a half hours long. Yes. Oh God. 
Yeah, and I sat through it and you didn't. So fucking let me get through this. <laughs> so his mom dies, art museum. He gets taken in by Nicole Kidman. He also like stole a painting, the goldfinch, from the museum. He didn't steal it. He kind of tried to save it. I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but he has it as a kid. Grows up with Nicole Kidman's family. Then his dad comes, takes him to Las Vegas. Not actual Las Vegas, like the outskirts of Las Vegas. So I was like, ooh, Nevada. And it kind of looked like my hometown. It kind of looked like where I grew up. And he also has an abusive dad, like I do. And I was like, huh, I should be relating to this movie, but I'm not at all. Weird. Finn Wolfhard has a terrible Ukrainian accent. (sighs) Anyway, eventually... It flashes forward to when he's old. It kind of like flashes in between at certain points. Doesn't really work. (laughs) Eventually, he gets back to New York. He becomes a dealer for his like legal guardian. He deals in like these like kind of vintage, not vintage, like kind of Frankenstein sort of things. There was a girl who also whose father also died during the explosion. They became friends. He stayed with her. He has like this unrequited crush. Eventually, he finds out that the goldfinch was stolen by Boris, who was Finn Wolfhard, but now he's old again. And he lost it in a horrible uh, drug deal that went bad. So they have to go to Amsterdam, where he thinks that he's lost it. And eventually, it doesn't. And eventually, he just gets it back. And what the fuck? Who cares? You just watched the movie for no fucking reason. Anyway, this movie fucking sucks. Don't watch it. Ansel Elgort's bad in it. What else do I have to say about this? Oh, uh, Roger Deakins did the cinematography, and you would never tell. What, is he asleep at the camera? Pretty much. It's what it feels like, yeah. <laughs> hey, the guy who wrote this also wrote The Snowman. Get the fuck out of here. It's true. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He also wrote Frank, Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, The Debt. This dude fucking sucks. I've not liked any of these movies. Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy is good. Uh, yeah, Frank's good. Nah, nah. Uh, Tinker Taylor, Tinker Taylor Soldier. It was Tinker funny. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. No, no, there was a uh, Tinker Taylor Hackford. Um, no, what was it? We were going to see that movie at a friend's house, and um, she got movies early, so we got to see him at her house. And we were leaving Nathan's dad's house, and he goes, "Well, have fun at that Tinker Taylor Soldier Sailor movie." And like, Nathan, <laughs> we got in the car, and it's like, "God, Dad, shut up!" You're- you don't even know the name of the movie. He was just so pissed at him for nothing. And then we get there, and we're about halfway through the movie, and he goes, he goes, we need to come up with code names. How about Tinker, Taylor, Soldier? And then he goes, he goes, what about Sailor? And he goes, it's too close to Soldier. And I just look at Nathan, and Nathan goes, shut up, I heard him say it too. Anyway, that's His all dad I was right without even knowing it. But just how pissed Nathan was, he was like, shut up, old man, you don't even know the name of the movie. Oh God! Soldier sailor. Yeah. Hi there, boys. I'm here to crack the spy case. For some reason, that's what I see the sailor being. Pretty much big gay out at the end of South Park. Uh, Goldfinch sounds like it sucks. I don't want to see it. It's bad. Don't see it. It had a fifty million dollar budget and made nine million at the box office. So, you ready to move on? Oh, I just can't wait to put Ben to sleep. Yeah, that's right. It's the fucking Lion King, guys. Um, let me tell you, the Jimmy John's lion is in less trouble than this Lion King is, because, man, at least that guy didn't have to put up with this crap for two and a half fucking hours. Why the fuck is this movie so long? The original's like an hour and 40. Tyler, how much? 80 is- minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Look, 80 minutes. I'm stupid again. I was stupid growing to see this goddamn film. 1994 did it better. 
It's an hour and 28 minutes for the original. This one Technically is... Technically, 80 minutes. It's 89 minutes. This one is an hour and 58. There's an extra 30 oh. minutes added on to this. Oh. What is the point? Because I can tell you what the point wasn't. Giving fucking Beyonce more screen time. She is one of the worst actresses on the planet. Stop putting her in movies. I'm very aware of how famous she is. But I'm sorry... You can't act, and you shouldn't be allowed to act. I can think of five other women of African-American descent because it looks like that's what they were going for, and they absolutely should. It makes sense. Uh, even though they're lions, I guess it really doesn't make sense. But It makes sense. They're in Africa. It does, yeah. Point being is, you're right, if it was an American lion, would be like, hey, there, I'm going to go check out a Oh, my God. Lion. Could you imagine if Joe Pesci was one of the lions? <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe Pesci is one of the hyenas. Oh. Hey, you fucking <gasps> fucking <laughs> Joe Pesci's a hyena. Hey, come here, you little fucking lion cub, you little fucker, you little fucking doing the sound of eating. I no 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 no. Okay, I wanna I wanna really get into this because this is my number one. Um, <laughs> Sorry. This movie has okay, so she should never act again. This like shouldn't. I'm going to do a line of dialogue, Tyler, that I hope you got to hear, and if you didn't, you're gonna hear it now. To me, my lionesses, that's how she delivers dialogue in this fucking film. Who the fuck allowed this? John Favreau. Have you seen those like supercuts of like the bad uh, takes of like I think it's like NBA 2K17 where they had all that like all of the basketball players do lines and it would just be like oh my god you were so great and I can't believe you were back here right now shaking my hand thank you very much have a good night and it's like she like doesn't space it in a way that like a voice actor or an actor would she just is reading through it. <laughs> Like very specifically, like just like from right to left, <laughs> and oh, it God. it's so painful anytime she's on screen. I I wanted this movie to end with like Simba just killing her, and then just like I don't know, is there another female he could fuck in the movie? Is it? You know oh. what? You know what? he can fuck Zazu. They 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 become just a gay couple, and then they raise all the little lions together. No no no, Timon. No, no, Timon is Timon is uh Timon is uh what's his name's partner? He's 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 Pumbaa's partner. Oh, you think Timon and Pumbaa got a thing going on? Dude, Timon is a total size queen. It oh, totally think, makes sense. You think you think Timon's up in them guts? Alright, oh, we gotta, we gotta... Ew, ew. <laughs> fucking gross, Tyler. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? That's so gross. And you know what actually though, that does lead me perfectly into this. Two of the less problematic parts of this movie are Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. And I'll say this. You know what makes it really hard for them to be less, less problematic? Is they don't get to be Timon and Pumbaa. This movie does the one thing that I cannot stand. If you are going to adapt something, you need to respect what it was in the first place. This movie was a cartoon, and that's why it doesn't work in a live-action setting. Because you can't do all the fun cartoon stuff. Like the scene where Timon and Pumbaa are there and they're going to sneak in and they go, we need a distraction. And Timon says to him, what do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the hula? He shows that in the cartoon version. In this version, you can't fucking do that. It doesn't work. It's not good. It it just doesn't work. I think the big biggest problem with this movie is the fact that they're like, let's do like lifelike, which can work in their the Jungle Book. Their mouths don't work. But it can work in the Jungle Book because you have a human actor at the center. Yeah. So, like, you can bounce it off of them. So it works when you do that. But when you do The Lion King and it's 
entirely animals, they don't emote. <laughs> There's no emotion to their faces. So I, I so like I told that like, this I did this the same way I watched uh, Dark Phoenix and I got everything that happened in the Dark Phoenix pretty much. Like I don't think I missed anything. This even more so, like this was actually worse because I could just skip like 15 minutes ahead and hit like the next story be like on the nose. And that was <laughs> I mean, ugh. the other thing was I watched specifically, I, I looked for, I found, I found it like immediately, but I, I watched the, uh, the death scene of um, Mufasa. I can, I was going to call him Scar and that's the wrong name. The death scene of Mufasa. And I vividly remember the like, um lion king one they do a lot of the same shots like they do like the dolly out that they do in the lion king of him being like that fucking dolly none of this was real well i know it wasn't real but they do like the pull out like the snap zoom i said yeah, no, I, 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 no, I know i know i know i just it just oh, it sucks but, and it has a really good cast but like you get the pain on simba's face when it's the cartoon, yeah. but in this one, it just kind of looks like a like a like a lion was shown a magic trick. It was just like dad, <laughs> like it's just like oh, it's... you don't get any like emotion from. No, it. because they're fucking animals and they can't show emotion in a way that we understand. Why? Why is Chuatel Ejiofor in this movie? Who 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 did he piss off? Who does he play? He plays Scar. Oh, rough for him. Yeah, and you know what's even more rough is that Jeremy Irons is so much better as Scar. Yeah. yeah. James Earl Jones, by the way, sounds like he read his lines by being like, you're getting these once, and then I'm in my car. I expect to have the check in my hand when the last word is uttered. So he goes, I will be starting now. And he's like, oh, Mr. Hit the record. Mr. Jones, I haven't put in the tape yet. Please, Mr. Jones, no. He goes, he goes, Simba, all the light. He goes, oh, God. We'll just take his stuff from the old one. Oh, my God. I hate you, James Earl Jones. He's like, I don't care. This is... And they were saved yes. by, oh, let's say. Mo. Exactly. <laughs> Alfred Woodard's in this movie. The little girl from Us is in this movie. Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, my God. He's right. He plays one of the hyenas, right? Yeah, Eric Andre's in the movie. Does he also play one of the hyenas? He does. And you know what? We'll shout out the third hyena. Benny Johnson Gerald, who is in 24 and other things. But I just feel if we're going to shout out two of the three, we might as do all three. It, it just, it doesn't work. It, it's, you know what it is? It's fucking joyless. It's really, it's fucking bland. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If this gets fucking nominated, I'm going to be pissed. For animated? Where would no. it get nominated for? It can't get nominated for animated. It's not animated. No, 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 dude. I have a real bad feeling. You think it's going to be for best? Yeah. Yeah, I really no, do. No, 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 dude, no. dude. No one knows that this movie. No one remembers this movie. It doesn't matter. Exists. This movie made a fuck ton of cash. I mean, no. Dude, with 10 movies, why? Why wouldn't they? I mean, with eight movies. They're doing 10. They only ever do 10. They haven't done 10 in like, what, three years? It should only be 10 or 5. You can't do both. Like, but they can't... keep doing 8. Like, I'm I sorry. I understand. But they no, I know. No I, no, I know that. I'm just saying, like, I think, they should, I think it should be 10 or 5. You can't do anything in the middle. I agree, but they no. do 8. So, sorry. Yeah. They're going to do 8. 
fuck the Lion King is what I'm getting at. No I mean, one I likes have... the Lion. No, anybody who likes this movie doesn't like this movie. You're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you said you liked it, and that's your opinion. But you're wrong. Like you're wrong. And if you bad. can't be wrong, you go well. In this case, it is. Hey, you like a bad movie, man. I'm sorry. I can't. I hate to tell you. To, I hate to tell you. It's not good. Oh. All right. Let's get to your number one because I I got a lot of things. Hold on. I gotta finish this real quick. Sure. Those are some noises. <sighs> okay. So my number one is an adaptation of a book that was taken from a Watt app, which was a it's a subculture for writing schmutty fiction. <laughs> it's based off fan fiction. God damn it, there it is. Oh. So it's based off a fanfic post on Wattpad, which is used mostly for fan fiction. The writer, Anna Todd, who's heavily involved in this adaptation, wrote it. Typically, she said, like, while well, she was shopping and doing other things, and it makes a lot of sense if you've read even, like, one chapter of the book. It's bad. It's very bad. Very bad. Don't do it. Don't pass it. Don't collect go. And then it got turned to a movie, and that movie is truly one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. My girlfriend and I, we went to see a movie called Five Feet Apart, which is also not very good, starring Cole Sprouse. This movie played, this trailer played before it, and we were like, we have to see that because it looks like the worst movie ever made. And we saw it in the theater uh, on a Tuesday. What? You saw this in a theater? On a, on a Tuesday. Somebody bothered to put this in a theater? On a, Avalon picture. Avalon look, I, look, he uh, did this for Avengers, so I'm just cutting in here. What? I'm literally thumbing through this, being like, yeah, this movie had to have gone right to DVD, but no. oh my god. The people who put out Serenity also put this movie out, so. And also put out A Private War. What's oh. that? I don't know. Oh no, I know what they A Private War is. Weird movies. So they've put out, hold on. It's it's this newer company called Averon? Averon Pictures? Averon Pictures? Um, they did Destination Wedding. Uh, the Strangers Pray at Night. Good movie. Um, the sequel to The Strangers? Yeah, it's a good movie. Is it better than The Strangers? In some ways, it it's kind of like if they if if the sequel to The Strangers instead of doing like 2, 3, 4 and 5 if they were just like this is The Strangers 6. You know what I mean? Really? So it's like does it ignore number 1? It doesn't connect with that at all. I mean, other oh, than like the good. Mass. Maybe maybe I'll actually like it. But it, I hate the strangers. Oh, you do? You'll like this then. It'll be. Oh, you'll cool. think it's a lot better. Did you? Because... Do you like? Do you like the strangers? I like the strangers. Just. I don't think it's a great movie, movie, but it's like a. I think it has one of the best trailers ever cut. Yeah, it gets boring in the middle, but just the strangers put yourself in a room with no windows and point a gun at that door. They do it at one point. They could have made it. Ben. The Strangers Pray at Night is if The Strangers was a, like, late in the sequel cycle slasher movie. Interesting. Might like it. Kidnap the Halle Berry movie, which was bad, and I remember playing at Riverside for, like, a month. And they have a new movie coming out called The Informer, which I have no idea what that is. Huh. Uh, looks bad. Anyway, they put out this movie after. Based on Anna Todd's book. Very smutty book that was written on Wattpad. It was originally fanfic. Very bad. Is there any questions you got for me? 
Uh, yeah, first question. I guess my Ang Lee pitch for this is what if love story, but no one's likable. Yeah, what if love story, but everyone sucks. Oh, God, yes, do they suck. So the plot of this movie is there's this girl who, by the way, they dress her in like 19 different types of outfits, and she looks good in none of them. I'm not trying to say this to be a dick or be like some guy who's like, oh, I'm shaming this girl for this or whatever. She just doesn't look good in any of these outfits. The and she goes, she's like, she's like attractive. It's she just kind of is, but it's her, like, it's, yeah, it's weird. Like they, don't like, to they do. like don't fit her. Like they're like, they look like hand-me-downs at all yeah. points of the film. Like so she never becomes her, the like makeup version of herself. So by the way, and I think we can agree on this, her and her bitch mother, Selma Blair, along with her cuckold boyfriend, uh, move her ass to college. And they're like, hey, don't meet anyone here or fuck other guys while you're here because, you know, it's 2019 in this movie. And then fucking she meets some people there, which is what her mom doesn't want. And then she fucks a guy there, and that's what her boyfriend didn't want. She breaks up with her boyfriend, and they go, this guy and her go out. And then all of a sudden, like, the boyfriend's friends, who are, like, kind of pricks for no reason, fucking say, like, hey, by the way, he was just kidding when he said he was into you. He did this for a dare or something. Which it's like, no, he didn't. Like he, he did. Well, he did, but like they'd been going out for so long. It's like at this point, they'd be like, yeah, obviously it's grown into something more. Obviously, but also, she's such a dumb bitch. I'm sorry. She I sucks. Tessa oh, Young fuck. sucks. Oh, I want to beat the fucking piss out of her in this. Like, I, I don't want to beat the piss out of her. I want. I want to verbally beat the piss out of her. I just want to be there the entire movie, being like. <laughs> Don't fucking fuck him, you idiot. Like, what are you doing? I want life to, to be get, the piss try out of her. To your bo- try to get you, What's that? I want life to be the piss out of her. I just, like, I just want to, like, I want to be there next to her, like, trying to give her better advice. I'm like, no, what are you fucking doing? Don't fuck him. Try to get your boyfriend and him into a three-way. And then try to get them to fuck each other. And then at least fucking use that as blackmail for both of them and make this movie more interesting. Fuck! Oh, man. Wow, you just pitched a great version of this It's a way better movie, right? She just gets them into, like, a cuckold relationship where, like... The fucking hot British guy, like, pegs the shit out of, like, the cuckoldy boyfriend, and then she uses it to blackmail both of them. Like, I'm just saying. Alright, well, and, I, gotta like, go, I gotta go pitch a movie. And uh, then, like, and, like, halfway through, like, the fucking, like, the British boyfriend wore, like, a, like, a mask or something. He goes, he goes, you can't prove it was me, love. No one can prove who's pegging your boyfriend there. And then she goes, oh, yeah, and then she holds up, and it's clearly one of his tattoos, because he has shitty tattoos throughout this movie, too. Hey, so, she, she hooks up with, yeah. I told you specifically to not look up anything about this movie, right? I did not, out of respect <laughs> for what you asked. Do you want to know, in the original WhatApp story, do you want to know who the main guy actually like, is actually, who he actually is? Who? Harry Styles. Who? <laughs> from One Direction. I don't know what that is. <laughs> the guy from Dunkirk. I'm a thousand. <laughs> who are you? Are you my son? You know, oh, you know. Oh man, I'm confused. You know, one of the three guys from Dunkirk, right? Look, I'm sure if I saw Dunkirk again, I mean, is he the one flying the plane? No, that's Tom Hardy. He's one of the guys at, at Dunkirk. Then you've lost my interest. It sounds like. Oh, he's Kenneth Branagh. No, well, no. Oh, he's the boy from Killing of a Sacred Deer. No, he's no. 
Oh, he's the old man on that boat who, I don't know, like, says we gotta go into the storm? No, no, he's at Dunkirk. He's, like, at the place that's being oh, bombed. No, he's one of the soldiers. Dunkirk isn't a place. It's a feeling. It's like the ending of Field of Dreams. It's where all the war heroes get to come uh, back to. The- I'm too drunk to find my phone to send you a picture. <laughs> don't send me a picture. I know who Harry Styles is. Okay, good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like, fifth in line to the throne, right? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it was the <laughs> Hello, original... Yeah, Harry Styles, I is. The original One Direction. Who wants to watch me peg this little cuckold boy? The original WhatApp story was a One Direction fanfic between Harry, Liam, and Zane. I think Ew. Zane is. I think they changed Zane to Zed, and Liam becomes a girl. So this movie's about just three dudes fucking each other. No, 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 no. It's about her fucking Harry Styles, and then Liam and Zane are also there. <laughs> What's, what's the it's, point if, if all three of them don't get to just like... I don't know, man. It's fan fiction. I don't know what the fucking point is. I'm just look, saying it was originally look, One Direction look, it fan sounds fiction. Like the, it sounds like... And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use an unpopular word here, uh, Tyler, so I apologize. It sounds like the little chippy who wrote this novel, Anna Todd, sounds like she wants to get airtight with uh, One Direction, and that's what it sounds like to me. Listen, she was like a soldier's wife in Dayton, Ohio, so like, I, probably... I don't, I don't give a shit if she's a soldier's wife. She either needs to come out and tell me, look, yeah, I want to get by One Direction, or you okay. need to... Okay, okay. Look, I'm just saying, she either needs to admit that, that out. I'll bleep out nothing. I will bleep out nothing, and you will know. She either needs to go on and do that, or she needs to make a better movie, because this fucking sucks. It's fucking bad, dude. This is Like, ser- like seriously, imagine if this movie had been called... Like... First of all, Listen, I would be going to see this movie the first fucking day. Is it the 70s? Did I walk into a porn theater? <laughs> Not a porn theater. Ew, sp- a gross-sounding title. Not like my artistic sp- Am I wearing sunglasses and when I buy a ticket, am I looking both directions, shiftly? <laughs> Do I have a beanie on over my hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so sp- you get a clan robe on? <laughs> I mean... Okay, first of all, she fucks him way too quickly. It's super early. Yeah. It's real quick. And it's really awkward when he tears the condom with his teeth to get it out of the package. Also, don't do that. That has spermicide. It's bad for you. Yeah, it it could hurt you, buddy. I mean, you already look anemic. He, look, he's got a terminal face. He's got a terminal case of British face, this guy. I mean, and he's really bad in the movie, too. He's not good. There is a lot of bad things in this movie. I mean, the person, the the girl who plays Tessa is also fucking, like, good. Yeah, what's that chippy's name? Dola Dishwater. Stop saying chippy. Fine. What's that broad's name? All right, well. Josephine Langford. She's like, Australian. I don't give a tumpany fuck. Well, that's a new one. That's from Gangs in New York. It's the great scene where William, or William Cutting, yeah, it is William Cutting, where uh, Bill the Butcher's talking to John C. Riley's character, and John C. Riley's character is like, he says, he goes, do you have a problem with this uh, officer? And he goes, he goes, well, no, Bill. He goes, but my allegiance is to the law. And like, uh, William Cutting just puts his hands over his eyes, and he goes, he goes, he goes, I don't want you to have misgivings, John. That way lies damnation. He goes, but I don't give a tumpany fuck about your moral conundrums, you meat-headed shit sack. He goes, what I want you to do is go out there and punish the person who's responsible for killing this poor little rabbit. Like, it is the most funny line, but just the line, I don't give a tumpany fuck, which 
I looked it up because there's a thing on my DVD that breaks down the slang of gangs in New York. Tumpany is technically short for two penny fuck. So it's like, oh God, he does not give a Tumpany fuck. Yeah, After sucks. Yeah, anyway, um, if you want to watch After, go for it. Because it is maybe one of the worst movies ever made. I'll make you a deal, guys. If you can watch all ten of these before the end of the year and you can get us proof that you've watched all ten of them, uh, you will get a gold star. You'll get a ton penny. Yeah. A what? A ton penny. Oh, yeah, two penny. Yeah, ooh, I like that. Yeah, you'll get a gold star and two yeah, yeah. pennies. You'll get a gold star and two pennies. Gold stars and two pennies will not be honored. Uh, <laughs> fucking giving them that? What if like a thousand people watch that? That's like $20. I'm not fucking sending out $20 for pennies. The fucking, the fucking mail postage alone. The shipping okay. costs more than the fucking things that they're getting. <laughs> fucking buying the stamps, dude. Could you imagine that? That's like fucking $50 in stamps. <laughs> Fucking die here, Tyler. Why didn't we acknowledge this? Oh fuck, I forgot the gold stars. Gonna fail more. We are on the hook for this, Tyler. <laughs> you can either get a gold star or you can get two pennies. If you want here's what you're gonna have to do. If you want the gold star, you're gonna have to ship me back the two pennies. <laughs> And, and you have to pay for it. And you have to pay for it and the postage for the gold star. We will sign the gold star. We gotta buy markers, Tyler. Oh god, it's another two dollars for in the hole. Oh, um, but yeah, we'll no one, we'll no one should watch these movies. They're not very good except for Avengers Endgame. Well, okay, we take Avengers and uh, Avengers Endgame off the table because it feels like it's the only one that's actually a movie of these of these nine. Um, I don't know. Serenity's pretty good. Okay, we take those two off the table. Take the movies that we actually would suggest off the table. You put a gun to your head. Which move? Which of these movies would you watch again? And also, I, I guess can't say Goldfinch since you didn't watch I, it the first time. You know what? I don't think it's that bad. I'm gonna watch it. No, I think I would watch Serenity again. Oh, take that off the table. Take that and uh, oh, and Avengers and Avengers. Oh, I guess the Goldfinch oh. since you haven't seen that. I guess yeah. I have to hold on. Let's see. Including your list, so like that's like what seven? I mean, <sighs> no, no. Oh God, it's even. They're like fighting with my family, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, or Captain Marvel. Because I'm not watching Dark Phoenix again or Lion King. I, you know, I think I'd pick fighting with my family. Maybe I can like try to figure out a better way to work around it. Yeah, it's also like kind of like a cute movie. Like it's not like horribly offensive. Why can't we show the scenes where like her shit gets leaked and like really let Francis Pugh just do those scenes? Like and talk to Paige. Have Paige like talk about what it was like the day that that was found out, and really portray that as a human scene. Like, you could do that. You could, but this is also, like, a family movie. And also, why was there not one nod to the New Day in there? They're amazing. Well. Yeah, I know, I know. How about two-thirds of the New Day are in it? Kofi and Biggie. <laughs> not Smix, maybe, or Smoods. That's the movie I we want. We have to cut that out. We what? can't. We, we don't can't. have to cut that we out. We have to cut this out. This is, this is a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. Feel bad about asking which one I should watch again, huh? I'll, I'll bleep it I out. I feel bad about all of it. <laughs> I was originally going to title this episode The Worst Movies of the Year or Tie Your Children to the, to the Fridge and Go See Detective Pikachu or I Feel Bad About This. 
I feel bad about this. Might be the, might be the better name. I do want you to put in the show notes. Okay, so everyone tie your kids to the fridge and let's get started. <laughs> so that leads us out of our bottom five of 2019. Tyler, once again... Yeah, Tyler, once again, reach down in the muck and pull up those five sad sons of bitches and tell uh, them what they are. Serenity, Ma, Avengers Endgame, <laughs> The Goldfinch, and After. And for me, it's Captain Marvel, Fighting With My Family, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Dark Phoenix, and Christ on a Crucifix, The Lion King. Uh, Tyler, what are, we, comic what, are, what are we doing next week? Well... Then next week we're gonna shift gears, talk about the best not of the year, not yet, not yet, not yet, the best of the decade. Oh, Tyler, I'm I'm sorry to misinform you. That is that is not next week. Well, fuck, I'm drunk, so I I I don't know. What are we doing next week? Then? Next week, Tyler, they get a special episode, and that episode is what I would like to call our Christmas gift to you for 2019. It is the best of everything we didn't keep in. I've been slowly cultivating an episode. At right now, Tyler just went from a little drunk to very sober because he realized all the stuff we've cut is going to be in there, and it's some outrageously wild stuff that we go off on tangents about, things like that. And I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, you wouldn't think Tyler was pro certain political parties, but this is going to reveal it to you. Tyler has not heard a word of this, and he's going to hear it before you guys, but... I look forward to what his notes are. I think it should just be the words, good luck. And then I think you should just put below it, all work and no play. Just over (laughs) and over. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Oh, God. But yeah, that is next week. And then after that, you are correct, Tyler. We will be doing... of the uh, decade. uh, 10 to 1, that's going to be a two-parter again. And you guys will get to find out what our best 10 movies were of the decade. One from each year again. We've really cultivated this list. I gotta say... Both of us have a lot of watching to do. Yep. 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 Boy, boy, man. Just throwing Jack and Jill on here. That was that that threw me that threw me through a loop. Oh, how dare you? I will fly up there tonight. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Come at me like that, piece of shit. <laughs> Let me tell you, what Moxley did to Omega in that hardcore match. It's gonna be half of what I do to you. Uh, Where's my Kenny Omega movie? I get a fucking Cage movie, but I don't get a Kenny Omega movie. I don't believe Ben put after on his list twice. That's weird. I, will. I am I am putting my keys in my hands. I'm going to stab you right in the side of the temple. If, ben, can I ask you a real question to go out? Yeah. yeah. If if you had actually watched after, I did watch after. But I know, but like, had you if you've actually like watched it without me telling you to watch it for this list, would it be the worst movie you saw this year? Oh, it's pretty terrible. I think it might be on that list. Okay, that's good to know. Do you want to know how much it made in the box office? I, Tyler, I don't know. It now. made $69. All right, $69 million. All right, let's go. That's what? what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Follow us at TWGTF Pod. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. $69 million? What was its budget? It was uh, $14 million, but that was a real nice I mean, could box you, office. Could you even imagine, like, if we did it my way, where, like, and we get the guys from One Direction. I don't think they're too famous. And we just get, like, this girl to, like, trick them into this thing. And then she blackmails them. And it becomes a much better movie. I think this movie actually kind of works. 
Like, it just turns out that once she's out from under her mother's... T- oh, there's the twist, too. The mom taught her how to do this. It's just a tradition in their family. Then it's a horror movie. I like this. Yeah, I do, too. Let's rewrite after. By the way, what is it after? Like, don't they get back together? Oh, no, it's uh, once you have your first, there is only after, I think. It, do they get back together? That's when it's, yeah, they get back together. There's fucking four more books. What? <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down now. Do I guess I-